Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cutting Through, a podcast from Aurora Multimedia. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the show. Today, we're taking a look ahead at the rest of the year of 2022. So what products are coming out? What are we excited about for the future? Joining me today is Paul Harris, the CEO of Aurora. He's going to answer those questions for us. Paul, how you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm doing well. It's great to have you back on the show. Same here. So tell us a little bit more about the products that are coming up here for 2022. What are you excited about? What, what's, got you, uh, what's got you going? Well, the most exciting is the VPX. Yeah. So I know for those who know our products, they know mm -hmm. of the VLX, they know of the IPX, which is our one gig and our 10 gig, but now VPX. So VPX, it puts it right in the middle, mm -hmm. but it's a high performing product. It is a 4K60444 one gig AV over IP product that uses only eight watts of power. It can do the Dante AES 67 options in it, but what's unique about this time around is we did it inside its core engine itself. So instead of using chips, we did a soft implementation of it. So not only can it do Dante, but it's gonna do Dante controller built into it, which means Dante manager will be able to route this product, which you don't really see on these type of products. So it's another industry first as far as uh, doing a soft uh, version of this into what we call an ASIC version. I wanted to sound a little geeky there so that way it makes me sound more intelligent right now. <laughs> but it just means it's doing some pretty cool stuff. But aside from that, it's gonna do video wall modes, image rotation, scaling, seamless switching, uh, it's got some really cool uh, features uh, related to a preview where we can do uh, 24 to, I believe even as much as 30 frame preview uh, at high resolution. So a lot of times you'll see previewing where it's like small little tile that's choppy. Oh no, mm -hmm. we can do a full preview in a much better frame rate. Uh, so that's really uh, another improvement there. Yeah. Codec uh, is uh, even improved as well. It, it gives a very high quality, we call it our Mimics codec. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, this is gonna be a really big one. No moving parts, no fan in it. And another Another neat surprise for everybody, we have a transmitter wall plate coming out for it. Uh, and it will only be in a two gang form factor. So yeah, there'll be a 4K60444 one gang wall plate uh, that'll uh, work in a standard two gang uh, outlet box. So that's, uh, VPX is gonna be one of our big treats there. And we've got a few other things coming too. That's really exciting. Uh do you want to give us any teasers? You, you mentioned other treats coming up. Do you want can you give us a hint or something? Well, before I go into the teaser, <laughs> what I will talk about also is the DTX. Uh, I'll do a quick snippet of that one. Yeah. That, that is, so I'm going to hijack this a little bit. Uh, it's, you do you, man. It's our, exactly, we'll do me. So we'll, uh, so it's a, it's our new line of audio DSP processors in 4x4, uh, 8x8, 16, mm -hmm. 16, 32, 32, and 64, 64. And we will be, uh, as another tease, we have a card cage version coming out very soon as well. Uh, so that's part of our new audio DSP product line. It's got an amazing uh, console for it called Dash. Um, and that allows you to use it like a mixing matrix uh, console. It's, it's beautiful looking for anybody who's ever used uh, a mixing console. They'll mm -hmm. feel right at home with it. Uh, and then the other thing that, we're, that we have there is the RXT series, uh, the Dash 4 and the Dash 8. Dash 8's another new surprise, so that kind of falls into what you're asking. But the Dash 4 is a 4-inch uh, square touch panel that goes right into the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a full brain running Linux, and it will do a lot more than that. It will control the room, serve up web pages from it, uh, it even has a light ring on it. It has multiple control ports for 232 IR, relays, IOs. Uh, it does a lot. I highly recommend they can see it on our website if they want to check that out. I'll give them that information uh, towards the end. Uh, but that's the RXT series, and the 8 inch is a 16 by 9, 8 inch version of everything that that product does. So we'll be showing that uh, at, at the uh, trade shows coming up 
uh, for people to see. Now, some teasers of uh, what's coming out. Yes. Uh, I am bringing back the Ditto series. For those of you who remember the Ditto, uh, it kind of went away for a little bit. It was a classic thing developed almost 20 years ago, and it was around for, God, that product lived for about over 12 years straight. Mm. Um, and it was the first ever real-time image rotation engine on the market. Uh, it also did quad view. It, it did a lot of amazing things, but the technology became hard to support as the chips went end of life, and now we've reinvigorated, and we're going to call it Ditto X4. Uh, I can't tell you everything about it, but let's just say it will be even more amazing than the original generation. So that's one new thing. Uh, and the, uh, another product that's going to be showing there is an ASP42. That'll be another one. I'm not going to give you any details because I'm going to have to wait and see. But I will give you a hint about both these products. In addition to all the base amazing features, we are going to be introducing capture capabilities hmm. so people could plug these in addition to just their regular HDMI inputs and things that they normally used to. They'll be able to plug this directly into their computer. So that's the teaser you get. Um, and uh, we'll be able to uh, entice people more into our product line by solving problems like we normally do. Yeah. So it, it, we'll, we'll be have some nice uh, new amazing uh, treats for them. So while it's only been seven months since our Infocom show, um, from this, from that show to the next show, mm -hmm. uh, we've done quite a few new products since then that it'll be worth them stopping by and seeing what we've done. Plus the products we showed, they'll be shipping and being able to uh, buy it. Not on the spot, but uh, they'll be able to buy it. Right, right. So that's your teaser. Yes, the teaser. The teaser. Excellent, excellent. It gives people a lot to be excited about for the future and, and, and that sort of thing. So when you were designing these products, did you have a specific market in mind or a specific industry in mind? What, what, what sorts of things were you were you thinking of when you put these products uh, together and when you were designing them? Well, it depends on the product. Yeah. For the in the case of the RX T4, every market, literally hospitality, commercial, mm -hmm. digital signage, restaurant bars, which is hospitality, education. I mean, if you think about it, that little four-inch panel for its price point and what it does, yeah. you can use it outside a conference room to schedule meetings and use your phone to then continue on with it if you want inside the rooms to automate the room and serve up web pages to control it and all that type of stuff. Uh, from uh, hospitality, you could put it inside hotel rooms to control and automate everything inside the room itself. That's right. Um, right down to even if you're, like I said, bar restaurant, you put it on a wall, they can control the music play, control the TV sets. Once again, serve it up onto their phones, continue on the control from it. Mm -hmm. So it really it can be used for anything. Uh, other products, like let's say that Ditto X4 teaser, yeah. uh, a lot of places, not quite, you won't find it in the education K through 12, but digital signage very heavily, conference rooms you'll see it being used a lot in. Big time. Uh, same thing with that ASP42, uh, huddle rooms will be a big market for that one. Uh, so each, each product has a, a different target, the, the, uh, the DTX uh, series. That's got a home in anything that needs audio, where it needs uh, Dante as well as uh, just any type of mixing and uh, DSP processing. Uh, in, in those type of situations. So each one's got its particular goal, but we don't try to limit ourselves or, or into one specific market. We really do try to keep it broadened out to multiple markets uh, whenever we develop something. So we, we like to see it go a little bit everywhere. I wonder, just have, have needs and expectations changed over the course of the last two years? And if so, how are you listening to your customers to find out what their needs are and what their goals are with technology so that you can help meet those needs? Uh, the needs have changed. So, some of the base needs are still there. They just yeah. came back to life because once people started going back to work and uh, people started returning back to doing events where uh, you know they go into shows and concerts or whatever they're doing, mm -hmm. uh, digital signage returned. So our normal base products, just the normal flow just returned. 
Um, and then the things that we're doing with temperature tablets and things of that nature kind of subsided uh, somewhat, but still has its own little market pathway that still continues and does quite well. The newer products really are more focused on working remotely. That's where a lot of the newer products uh, fall into play is how do I work remotely effectively yeah. and how do we allow the people uh, locally to get the full quality that they want to have and then the people remotely still get quality that they can get over the limited bandwidth of the internet. Mm. That's, a, that's a great point. You know, when you were talking about you know, uh, even hospitality settings, the emphasis that is now placed on having a digital experience in some of these locations, I think, has been heightened as a result of the last couple of years, right? Uh, having more options for menus and just all sorts of different options. I think the digital experience, the expectation now for consumers is through the roof, and people are looking for how they can meet these expectations, right? Yeah. So that's pretty much what I've been seeing out there is people <laughs> are just looking for, they're just trying to solve problems with the yeah. way the world is right now more than anything. And our job is to identify those problems and come up with solutions. And a lot of times that's, that's why I, I like going to these trade shows. Uh, I just did, a, as a matter of fact, uh, today I saw a, a dealer of ours and the question was asked, why as a CEO of a company are you coming out to visit us? Mm -hmm. And uh, so if you're watching this, this is aimed at you. <laughs> but, uh, and I answered it very honestly, which was, I like going to visit my dealers. I yeah. like going to trade shows because as much as I can invent and develop, it's only as good as what the needs are. And those needs you find out from the salespeople, from the engineers, from the end users. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones giving me that input to develop these ideas and solve their problems. So to me, it's always important to interface with those people and hear it right from them, not through a secondary person like an internal salesperson or an internal engineer. Yeah. I want to hear it from myself. I want to hear what they need so that I can deliver and give set a, a pathway for that. So yeah, I, I think it's important to visit these people and that's really where it comes from. And oftentimes that comes from, like you said, a visit, a handshake at a trade show, a conversation, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. It's, it's hard. Or, or the, the fist, bump. the fist yeah, bumps now. Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't turkey you, <laughs> you, you don't want a turkey. That's the worst thing. It's not a good thing. So if I go in for the handshake and you go, I yeah, sometimes like, like they get high five and yeah. they just turkey and it's all over. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's an embarrassing situation. We can't have turkeys. <laughs> not, not a good thing. Not a good thing. No. Not a good thing. Keep an eye out for that. But, yes. but Paul, what are you most looking forward to through the end of 2022 now? We're, we're a few months into this thing. We're, we're just kicking off the month of April. What are you looking forward to for the last, I don't know, eight or so months uh, of the year? Oh, that's easy. Warm weather. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. If you want to know an honest opinion on this, that's not industry related. It is cold in Jersey. I believe that. You know, so right now, yeah, I'm looking forward to going to warmer places and, uh, and get a little bit of the sun and pool time. But getting back to technology, yes. what am I looking forward to? Uh, just getting the products to market and shipping product like everybody mm -hmm. wants. Right now, that's the toughest challenge is shipping products. And we're doing our best. We're buying as much materials as we can in advance and making changes to product as needed and getting them back out there. So um, what I'm looking forward to really more than anything is just meeting the expectations of our customers and delivering what they need more than anything. I, I think that's the number one thing customers want to see more than anything right now is not even just making a new technology, mm -hmm. it's delivering the technology you have. So that way they can install it and do what they have to do to get something going. So as much as we can all talk about new technology, if you can't deliver it, it's worthless. Yeah. So that's really where the big emphasis is over these next eight months is what can I do 
to make sure that we continue the flow, not to mention the growth, because we've been getting a lot of new business from uh, other companies who haven't been able to adapt uh, mm -hmm. as quickly or having issues with the technologies that they did develop. And yeah, we're, we're taking advantage of that situation, And but it's it, it works out well for everybody. They, they get acclimated and see what we're all about more closely, and they can see that our technology really is uh, top edge, cutting edge, bleeding, uh, I like to call it, you know, bleeding, bleeding, uh, edge. bleeding edge technology. That's so right. uh, we've always been about that. So we're not your typical product. Where do people get in touch and learn more if they want to they reach out and learn more information about Aurora? Oh, my new 900 number that we only <laughs> charge uh, 10, 50 per hour. <laughs> um, the, uh, I should have said per minute. That would have been yeah. more effective. That's right. But yeah. no, they contact us at www.auroramm.com and that'll get them to our website, and mm -hmm. anything they need can be found on there. Uh, contact information, updated trade shows. Some of the products I've already talked about are announced on there, and then sign up for our newsletter. You'll, uh, we, don't, we, don't, uh, we don't spam you often. We That's keep right. it to things that matter. We're not blasting you every day or anything that crazy, but we keep it real. Uh, so that's another good way to do it. If you want to find out, join us on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. Twitter. Those never hurt to jump onto as well. More prevalent on LinkedIn. Yeah. Seems to be a more focus on it than getting into the chit chat of Twitter. But we do jump on Twitter every now and then. Good stuff. Good stuff. Paul Harris, CEO at Aurora Multimedia. Paul, thanks for joining me for another episode. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Cutting Through, a podcast from Aurora Multimedia. Again, that website, auroramm.com. If you want to learn more about the products that we talked about here on the podcast today, stay up to date with the latest news and information, sign up for the newsletter there on the website as well. And of course, social media is available for you as an avenue as well. And stay tuned with the podcast. You can do that by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date with the latest and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But for Paul Harris, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank <laughs> you.